0: Did you call bank? I called game. <laughs> Welcome back from hiatus for calling bank. We're back with a big bumper episode. It's going to be a two-part episode. So the first part, we're going to go through all the free agency and the NBA championship. And the second part will be all about the draft and all the things that have been going on in the NBA, including a little bit of Olympics. Will, Damon, thanks for joining me on this big bumper episode. I've been looking forward to it for a while,
1: Harry, so it's good to be here. And we've got Damon on Zoom, which always uh, always helps. Good to be here,
2: guys.
0: Well, it would only be fair for me to hand it over to Damon for your second team. Not your first. I want everyone to know that. It's not your main team. It's your mistress on the side. The Milwaukee Bucks, they have won their first championship my, in, what, my, my 40 My side years? bitch Bucks.
2: Oh, yeah, 50 years, actually. 1971 That's right. was yeah, with the Kareem. last year with Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I have to say, you know, Giannis is every uh, bit as big of a star as Kareem. You know, he's mm. he did not take the easy way out. Um, you know, people may say that the Bucks had some injury luck, but, uh, you know, Giannis yeah. had uh, what could have been a very nasty uh, knee injury you know, uh, that he played through. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, it's one of the more legendary um, performances I've ever seen. You know, my the, the last 10 years of watching the NBA, I can't remember anyone having a better series than maybe a couple of the LeBron series. Um, you know, to, to score 50 points in any finals game is, is just absurd. Um, to do it to close out the Phoenix Suns is, you know, I, I haven't witnessed something like that personally. Um, I think it's been a long time since the NBA has. So what can you really say about Giannis? You know, he stopped playing in the perimeter, which is not his strength. They, they started using him properly in the low post, um, more as a you know, traditional big man, and he was completely unstoppable. They just had no answer for him.
0: Yeah, I think it also helps that the Suns only had one big man on their roster besides Frank Mm. Kaminsky, which was DeAndre Ayton, who was fantastic still, but you're asking a sophomore to guard the best player in the league. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: One of the three best players in the league. But, yeah, I mean.
1: 50 points, 14 rebounds in 42 minutes, carrying that team at points, carrying. In a closeout game. Because you had that game where Drew Holiday was just struggling offensively. Yeah. And I know he had the previous game, he was great, but offensively struggling, defensively doing a great job. But that game was not a Drew offense game. Even Chris, only 17 No, points. it was a, a
2: get-out-of-my-way Giannis game. You know, yeah. he literally just dumped Giannis the ball somewhere mm-hmm. in the paint and let him go to work. Um, and, you know... Credit to Drew, even though he had a main, you know, primarily pretty bad offensive uh, series, his defense and Chris Paul pretty much Mm. took him out of the series for most of the games. And even
1: Devin Booker at points. Yeah, at point
2: seven Booker, you know, the the strip at the end of game uh, five, I think it was. Mm. um, That was probably the turning point in the series, right? You know, the series is tied, very close game coming down to the wire. That play at the end there. All the momentum went back uh, with the Bucks, and then yeah, I th- went on to close them out.
0: I think we saw that in the Olympics as well. Without Drew Holiday, the U.S. team would have been stuffed. Same without Kevin Durant. Drew Holiday is such a defensive anchor. Mm. But the Bucks still need more offense. I don't trust that they will go back-to-back, no. purely because they do not have the offensive can we, weapons. Can we just revel in this win for a second, though? So I just want to go yes. back to one No, back-to-back back or nothing.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, in the three games they went on, to, they, they were down 2-0, they came back and one four straight, yep. which is extremely hard to do in a series. Extremely hard. But each of those last three games, there's a moment. So mm. you go like the block by Giannis. Yeah, you. then you have the lob with yardas and then you have the 50 point game by yardas I mean that's pretty incredible that yeah. one player back to back to back games oh, had defining insane. moments
0: was but he a unanimous MVP surely no I don't. unanimous
2: finals
1: MVP yeah, yeah. finals MVP I, I mean so. there was no one uh, there was no one I don't think
0: close to him uh, maybe Drew
2: I don't like, know how is that voted
1: on I'm not sure.
0: I thought I think it's, it's just Adam journalism. Silver. He's just journalists. Oh, It's, yeah, it's, I the, think media it's the media, media, media yeah. Point. So I think we had a vote, and we voted for I think it was Theonas under the compo. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, a I, mistake.
1: I I voted on Cameron
0: Payne. <laughs> yeah, can um, I just say though, Bobby Portis though was integral off the bench. Yeah, very good. He was very I mean, important, and you compare a very that
2: very friendly deal.
0: Yeah, and you compare that to We're Cameron Payne, about. who was as important in the series before without Chris Paul. They just didn't have the bench help. Chris Paul was. Not there. Devon tried to shoot lights out, and that's not how they play well.
2: Yeah, the, the Bucks won with defense. Ultimately, mm. I think their offense sputtered along uh, at, at points. The, as you said, you know the Bucks this year need a lot more uh, offense. And I, I don't even think it's really offense; it's just purely shooting. Um, mm. Chris Middleton, if he's the only ace shooter on the roster, you know it's, it's probably not enough when that's you've got non-shooters I'm... like. Like and um, We can talk
1: about free agents yeah. with the Bucs, and I'm happy to go through yeah. that because I think they actually did a pretty good job upgrading their team, yeah. especially that bench with Bobby's amazing deal as well, which is one of the signings of the season. Um, I, for me, you know, the Bucks literally went to a seven man roster without DiVincenzo yeah. there. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you had Pat Connaughton and you had um, Bobby, um, and I mean, you saw Jeff Teague literally play two
0: to five minutes. Jeff, Jeff Teague was unplayable. <laughs> unplayable. Even in the, made, in the two minutes. He, he made a very funny comment. He's like, I'm literally that kid in class who got an A-plus on a group project for doing nothing. Yeah. It's like, yes, you did, sir. That's right. I mean, to be fair, the Suns went to an eight-man rotation with Cam
1: Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, who was the backup big, who actually was pretty decent at the point. He points. was okay. um, Cam Johnson and, was quite good. And Cameron well. Payne as well. Mm. Um but really, what we said about the Bucs and what I really like about that is they showed that as a team, even without Giannis in that previous series against mm-hmm. the Hawks, they won. And they found a way where I feel as though if Giannis gets injured and you got Bledsoe there, they don't win. No. No, no and way. I, no and and it really, the Bucs in the previous offseason, we said they had to upgrade the point guard position. Yeah. Who are the two players? Drew Holiday or, or Chris Paul? And this was a series to prove, you know, which of the two. If they went with Chris Paul, would they have got the same outcome? It would be really interesting. Yeah, maybe. But Drew Holiday proved that he can be that third, second star on that Drew, team.
2: Yeah. I think, look, the, the, the Bucks are an imperfect team, right? And it was one of those years where an imperfect team can win mm-hmm. an NBA championship. You didn't have any of the super teams make it to the finals. No. The Bucks are not a perfect team. Uh, Giannis is an amazing player. He has a good supporting cast. You know, Drew Holiday is probably the best or the second-best perimeter defender in the NBA. Uh, Chris Middleton's kind of that every man, you know, ace shooter, mm. can kind of play off the other two. But, like you know, Giannis is the only star in that roster, in mm. my opinion. Um, Chris Middleton, at times, looks like an all-star. Yep.
0: He and had, at other
2: times, he's very passive.
0: He had more go-ahead shots or, yeah. like, winning shots than LeBron James did in any of his career games. So, yeah. look, he was obviously important, but, again, you can't base the team off... But, that's, but you know what
1: I really love, though, about the Bucs? And this is what I say about every, winning a championship for any team. And this is why with the Suns, I, I thought, you know, as much as the Suns were looking good going into the finals, every team's had to battle to get there. Mm. Like, the Bucs the previous two years got to the finals, lost to the Raptors, got to the semis, got knocked yeah. out quickly by the Heat. They've had to battle to get there. Mm. And they've gone through that's things together. Yeah. I mean, even the Warriors, though, pre-their championships... Yeah, they have kind of the exits. you know, exits. The Lakers didn't had to have change, had to change coaches. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, they didn't make the playoffs with LeBron, they had to get a signing even this year, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel as like with every team, there's like some kind of overcoming something. Yeah. And the Nets,
2: if they win, uh, you know, this coming season, it'll be, you know, last year they were injured. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very rare that a group comes together and then just wins.
0: Look, you, Absolutely. you play the cards that you're dealt. The Bucs were lucky enough to have injuries against the Nets. Yeah. Kevin Durant's foot on the line, fine. But at the end of the day, they won the championship. Good for them. The, once they adjusted in game three, it was a completely different game. You saw less passing from the Suns. They had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. There, there were moments there that the offense was, get book of the ball yeah, and man, let and him go iso.
1: And, and they kept going into Pat Connaughton, which we watched. And Pat Connaughton defensively Pat not a yeah, held,
2: held, held his own. Mm. I, I don't know why the Suns thought Pat Connaughton's about... Like, Pat Connaughton, I would say, is a slightly above average perimeter defender. Yeah. Maybe average. Yeah. He's not... You know a hole on
1: that end of the floor. Really. So, And they,
2: they just attacked him constantly. Um, and, he, you know, even if he can't hang with Booker one-on-one... Booker taking pull-up ISO jump shots, mid-range, mm. it's just not like over the course of a series, you're going to feel the consequences of that kind of inefficient offense. And I mean, yeah. if you look in
1: the last four games, and the Suns lost the last four, they scored 100, 103, mm. 119, and 98. So really, the offense changed. Yeah. Only one of these games where Booker goes was scores 40, fast-paced. was fast-paced enough mm. for the Suns to actually be able to score enough. And obviously, in the game that the Bucks go 123, Chris is on fire. Drew had that game. Um, And and Giannis is Giannis. Exactly. So, Mm. you know, it's interesting to see that they just couldn't keep up with them.
2: It exposed the fact that without Chris Paul running the offense, the Suns are very vulnerable. Like, Devin Devin Booker is one of the best ISO scorers in the game, right? But Mm. again, like, there's very few players that can actually win a series at that level just on ISO. LeBron Mm. James, maybe Kobe, but Devin Booker is not. Those two players. I
0: yeah. hate to say it. The Suns shouldn't have been in the finals. Like, if they if they played the Lakers full-team healthy... Yeah. No. Even if they played Denver full-team healthy, probably not. A Lakers buck series would have been awesome. It would have been great. Yeah. Lakers next, next year will be also very good. But, <laughs> you know, like, I think at the end of the day, injuries are always going to play. You can't discount this because there was injuries. I think at the end of the day, the Suns should have adjusted better. Yeah. They didn't. They, they
2: didn't They didn't have the personnel to stop Giannis. He, he got whatever he wanted every game. DeAndre Ayton is good, um, but, you know, he's not up to the task of... And even AD, like... AD would have a good chance against Giannis, but you really need a team effort. They didn't mm-hmm. have the, you
1: know... But, I mean, they're undersized in those forward positions. You've got Bridges and you've got Crowder, and then you've yeah. got Ayton. And, I mean, Ayton yeah. was battling the boards against... Um, yeah. Um, and they got him in foul trouble village. a few times. Yeah, exactly. um,
2: And then you know you're asking Frank Kaminsky to come in and, and try and guard Giannis, mm-hmm. which is, which wasn't. Or I mean, Mikael Bridges is too skinny, or Jay Crowley is too short. Like there's there's no one on that team that's a
1: good matchup, really. The funny thing is as well with this series, and what, what I like about it, is that everyone, when it ended, was like, I'm happy for the Bucks to yes, yeah. Yes. Someone no really turned around and yeah, goes, because they did out.
2: it the right way. Yeah. Most of that roster was built from the ground up. You know, Giannis is homegrown. Chris Middleton's homegrown. Mm-hmm. They weren't high draft picks either. No. They built it the right way. And then they, they had some smart acquisitions. They they paid yeah. a lot for Drew. They risked a lot. Yep. You know, they don't have a lot of picks left.
0: But they got a championship no for the one, first time in 50 years. Yeah. No one will so, ever... Test uh, or question rather, Giannis's greatness because now he's got a chance. Exactly, Dumb and button. he did it, he won it the
2: right way. He won yeah. the one, right. yeah. 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 He, one of his championships is worth as much as you know, multiple championships teams. from a super team, in my opinion, because it's hard to do what he did. Yeah, right. right? Milwaukee is a tiny city. There were times where they were thinking about moving that yeah. franchise out of there,
1: and he stayed there, attracted enough talent around him to win a championship. Mm. But yeah, I guarantee it. It's not a free agency destination. They no, haven't signed, and they never signed a free agent. It was literally a trade for Chris Middleton, I mean, draft Giannis, and, and then trade the trade again. was Drew. But mm. it wasn't and a free agent. PJ, I think we're forgetting PJ Yeah, so that's another trade. That yeah, wasn't that was PJ trade. going, I want to go to Milwaukee. Yeah.
2: P- PJ's um, a very limited player that that fit perfectly mm. in that team for the playoffs last year. They really needed that toughness. Because the, the the thing with the Bucks was, in my opinion, having watched them for a few years, they seemed to have these mental lapses where they mm, they, they kind of gave up mm. and they got down on themselves. You saw and that last year. It felt like year. it was a lot tougher team this year, mm. and I don't want to put that all on PJ, it's but it felt like well. Drew as well. Um, you know, there was just a lot more toughness. Like when they got down in series, because they they were they were down. They were three down out two,
1: of the they full were,
0: series. They were down two nil to Brooklyn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, they were one down one to the Hawks. Yep, and they were
0: down two nil. At the end of the day, you have Bobby Porter's. Drew Holiday and Peter Tucker. Those are dogs. Yeah, those dogs. are dogs. dogs. they've the and the, and, got dogs and here all. But if you think about this year and last yeah. year, Lakers as well. Dogs. Yeah. Like yeah. it was built on defensive
1: identity. Yeah. I mean, the Suns to some extent were as well, but it just they couldn't stop Giannis. I and think then, that was the, end, the, the one of the cruxes there.
2: Aiton is not a. I don't see Aiton as a dog.
1: No, he's not a dog. No. I don't see Booker as one either. But no. but Aiden, out of all the big... We talk about the modern big man. He fits the mold of a more of a modern big man. Where he Yeah, but that's not, not the same thing. No.
2: He okay. doesn't have that, like... The, the biggest problem with Aiden is he's so talented and sometimes he's just not aggressive enough. Yeah. Um. So I don't think he has that, like, mm. you know, leave it all in the court mentality that, like, some of these players do where he's, you know, dying for loose balls, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But, you know... It is awesome to see how good Aiden is at this age, um, mm. and I think as he learns to have that consistent intensity for the full forty eight minutes every game, mm. he could be the best big man in the league in you know two or three years. He is a modern
1: big man that you want, and obviously the three point shooting element needs to it's probably develop, but Defensively, yeah. can go out to the perimeter yeah. and defend mm. guards and then knows also when to switch back.
2: There's nothing Aiden doesn't do right now except for maybe shooting the three that isn't at least at an average level, yep. which is an amazing quality for a centre, right? Oh, yep. well, I guess he's not a ball handler, but you know what I mean? He can defend the perimeter. He's a very good rim protector, very yep. good rebounder. Yeah, great. He's a good player.
1: Um, I think... You know, it, it's good the Suns made it. I feel sorry for the franchise. Again, no, another year, no championship. It was the first time since '93
0: mm. um, when they had um, Charles and Barkley.
2: And they'll struggle to get back to the finals.
0: I they don't... will have a very, very hard road very this year. Hard.
2: I don't yeah. even know if they'll make the conference finals this year.
0: I don't.
1: Well, they could if, if Kawhi's not back. It's possible. I mean, let's talk about the season preview yes. afterwards. But, yeah, I mean with the Suns and their strategy what they did is effectively that team what you saw in the finals is coming back. Yeah. So...
0: Well, with Javel McGee. Yeah, of course.
2: Well, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it helps. The, the having watched Javel a lot when he played on the Warriors, he's a good rim protector but he's easily baited into fouls oh, yeah. and he mm-hmm. can often be out of position on defense. So yeah, I don't know how much 5 minutes hold. Five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know how much he actually would have helped against the Bucks.
1: Yeah. Um, we will go through season previews next time. We're not going to talk about this time. No, but, we won't. Uh, yeah, as I said, I'm.
0: I was happy. It was these two. I think everyone was happy that the Bucks mm. got all the championship. And the ratings were actually still pretty good. Yeah. Which is, I mean, surprising given the fact that everyone was expecting Lakers Nets, which I think would have been mm. ratings through the roof. Yes. Yeah. And and we did say this was the, if the Bucks were going to do it, yeah, with the super this team in Brooklyn. Year. This was the year. Do you think they could beat Brooklyn with the team that they had if Brooklyn was fully healthy? No. You know, I say no, but I, I, I say would no. I would say no, but I would also say
2: one thing that people always forget with this it's it's a similar argument to when LeBron had all those injuries on his team when he was up against the Warriors I think in twenty fifteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. In a in a sense, obviously, like having injuries to your stars is bad, but when you have the best player in the world, who was LeBron at that time, and who is probably KD around right yeah. now, it's like. Is taking the ball out of his hand a good idea? You know, watching yeah. the Olympics even now, that's a team full of, like, beyond all stars. Like, it's all superstars. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, They're KD... Yet the best offense that they could muster was typically give the, board get, give give the, the ball to KD, KD and get out of yep. his way. So yeah. it's like, with Brooklyn, you know, how much better of a shot can you get than a Kevin Durant... Uh, you know, ISO. It's it's hard, but I, I definitely think yeah. if at least one of the stars were healthy, they probably would
0: have beaten the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, They almost beat the, just KD. The yep. corpse of James Harden. Man, he was bad those two games. Well, he could not run. Ball. Yeah, he, he couldn't, couldn't run. Yeah, no. he, he was, was just there to pass
2: the ball and spot up shoot. Yeah. but yeah. his defense was so bad.
0: Yeah, Bucks really didn't capitalize. Bucks, no. I still I'm still surprised that Bucks made finals. I'm surprised. That,
2: <laughs> I wasn't surprised. that yeah, actually, there were, there were points, you know, I was surprised that the uh, Drew and Chris Middleton stepped up when Giannis got injured yep. against the Hawks. Yep. Mm. Like, people say they had an easy run, but did they really? Like, they had injuries, you know. They, the I Hawks were
1: pesky. The Hawks,
0: the Hawks were, were extremely They're just they're better
2: out. of a team than people think they are. Yeah, mm. much
0: deeper as well. Yeah, much and, deeper than the year. even this year. Um, I okay. think, but I have to say with the Hawks, I think at the beginning of last season, we kind of thought they would be a good team. They made a lot Ooh. of acquisitions. Last season, look, you didn't think they'd beat Philly. They they, but, they were they were pretty close yeah. to making the finals. So, yeah, you know there was a chance, <laughs>
1: and they're going to be they're going to be up there again. They're
0: they're, they're a young team.
2: Again. I think um, it's good to see a team with two traditional big men and a, a point guard that can make use of both of them. Mm-hmm. And I say traditional in the sense that you know John Collins has a size to play both four and five, and then Capella's obviously. Mm-hmm. A big boy. Um, it's nice. I like their team, how it's constructed. It's deep. They've got a lot of different ways they can run it. Trey yeah. Young kind of makes everything work there. He needs to be a lot better with his decision-making and his defense, but, I mean, he's pretty young. I think he'll always be... The problem with Trey Young is he's kind of like a little player where, you know, Curry managed to get himself, like, average on the defensive mm. end, right? Mm. Lillard has always been below average. I think, like, Trey Young is a step below that even. Like, he's very small, yeah. he's out of position off and he gets lost on that end like if they ever want to win a championship he'll a need to become line. you know at least slightly
1: below average yep. you yep. can't be a gaping hole on that no, end. no and we will talk about the Hawks later
0: um, NBA draft draft or ag- pre-agency I guess draft came first didn't it Draft mm. came. if we're
1: talking about periodically yeah. we're saying first was the NBA championship which so, congrats to what I in. do like though here the trend if we continue the trend Lakers Bucks with Damon Blazers What about the Blazers? Next in Uh, the championship... Oh, no. (laughs) no, 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 no. Sorry? Wait, I'm just trying to follow.
0: Do you think the Blazers have a chance? Well, I'm saying if you got your win, Damon got kind of... They were pretty good in the playoffs this year though, the the Blazers, weren't they? (laughs) They were good. Harry, please. Harry. <laughs> Maybe you need to find another Eastern Conference team and discover. Let, let's
2: let's let's start with the draft.
0: Yeah, let's yeah, start with the draft. Some draft. Uh, congrats I mean Nick's not here, but congrats to the Detroit Pistons for getting Cade Cunningham. Although Jalen Green looked <laughs> Really good. That boy, is,
2: he's very good. He's got
0: his chip on his shoulder like you saw it in that summer league game. My goodness. He's so
2: athletic. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Disgustingly athletic. But I was saying it to Will earlier today. I was watching some Jalen Suggs highlights. Also very good. Oh, mm. Reminds me of Russell Westbrook. Just yeah. explosive. Just so explosive. So, so that's what I was going
1: to say. Like, I, I I thought I'm going to probably start with the biggest surprise for me in the draft. I thought there were two. One was Jalen Suggs falling out of the top four. Yes. So he was meant to go the fourth to Toronto. They you thought that could be the Lowry replacement. Taking Barnes, taking
2: Scotty Barnes is... You know what? You know, what, the interesting thing with the draft is you never know until years later yeah, teams made the right decision. I just thought it was a
1: surprise because everyone was saying, saying shocked. everyone was saying, top four, these are the four, these are the four, yeah. these are the four, and then all of a sudden Scotty Barnes gets there
0: in that four.
2: He's such an elite defender, though. It's,
0: but do the Raptors need an elite defender? They, they need you, shooting. They got another
2: OG Ananobi, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which it's like, it doesn't, do they? They must have seen something in him that, that says that he can be a decent offensive or player. This is
1: telling you that there's a
0: Siakam trade in the works. Which, yeah. Obviously, yeah, but Siakam's, Siakam's their only shooter.
1: Wow. Well, no, I mean, you've Fred got. Van Vliet. Fred Van Vli. Fred Van He's okay. a very good shooter. Goran Dragic, I guess, is starting a point guard now, given yeah. Sion's role. Yeah, the
2: Raptors are rebuilding. I think they're going to yeah. trade Siakam. Um,
1: Probably. And then and we, can that, yeah, we can get
2: to
0: that. But I think they'll they'll trade it. That's, that's
1: more free agency talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was um, and, a surprise. And I thought the other biggest surprise for me was Josh Giddy. Oh, yeah. Number six. Oh, I mean, number six. I mean, they were talking about Memphis going, taking him at number 10. He was talked about 14, maybe 12 with San Antonio, New Orleans, but he ends up six. And I think OKC okay, is so a really interesting place to be because he's going to get lots of minutes. Mm. He's going to be saying how you're going to work with Shea Gildress
0: and Alexander, which is going to be the big thing. They can so- both
2: play off the ball from what I've seen. Yeah. Shea
0: Gildress, who just got the max as yep, well. yeah.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: That could be a very interesting team. You have Josh Giddy at the three. Eventually, Shea maybe at the two or the one. Yeah, it could be a very interesting. They,
1: they probably could look for another point guard if they really wanted to. But if you're saying Shea's the point guard, don't need then, more playmaking than then you yeah, got shooting. Then you got Lou Dort right now at shooting guard. Anyhow, I don't want to go into OKC okay, too much, but I did think that the Josh Giddy pick at number six was a surprise given where people expected it to be. Other than that, I thought the only other one which I was going to talk about a bit later was the San Antonio Spurs at number twelve. Picking yeah, that's. Um, early for a, the youngest player in the draft. Um, yeah, it was a weird pick that one. It was strange.
2: I yeah, uh, hadn't heard of him. Josh Primo. Yeah, Josh Primo. I haven't heard of
0: um, I had not heard of him. I like Kaminga for the Warriors. Yes, I think that's. A I've good been pick. watching Summer League. Oh, yeah, um, that's what I was going to say.
2: Goodness me, he is as athletic as any player in the draft.
1: So Very I was going to say draft winners, mm. I, and for mm. me, if we're going to talk about Kaminga, great. I had Warriors as one of my draft winners. Yeah. And yeah. the reason I say that is I think they got value at both number 7 yes, and number 14. Josh Jonathan Kaminga could be the best could be one of the best players that come out of this draft because of his athleticism. Yeah. He's raw. I don't know if he's he's ready to get huge minutes, but you can yeah. kind yeah. of see like the post Wiggins.
2: The, th- the thing is for the Warriors system, if you're a player that like if you're an elite defender not that he's elite yet he's still a little bit undisciplined but if you're a good defender who makes smart cuts and can hit an open jump shot and it's the last part that's the concern with Kamingo yeah. but if you can do those three things you can see minutes for their, their like team like Toscando. yeah they're, they're I think they're, they're not bench. that talented that, that he can't get minutes
1: their bench got a lot stronger with these two because yes. Moses Moody at Moses number 14 Moody was, was a, was yeah, a really was good, good pick day. because he is Three and D, as you would say. A lot of people he, thought he'd go top ten. Exactly, and I thought that was ex- like you could have put Moody at number seven, and people yeah. would have been like, "Okay, I kind of get that." So yeah. to get two picks, number seven type yeah.
0: picks with seven, they got two top ten,
2: 10. talents, um, and Kaminga might prove to be a top five talent. He's more of a project.
0: Yeah, but I don't know he's looked good. Yeah, I think also the Warriors easily could have traded it, and I think they could still. I don't think they will. I think they probably mm. will trade Wiseman. Yes. I don't think he, he fits, but I guess we'll get there when we but, speak about free agents.
1: I mean, like, but. Warriors are trying to do this balancing act. They're like, mm. we want to be competitive yeah. during the Curry years, yeah. but we also want to be like, here's the bridge to the next generation, and which I don't is know like if gonna work for them. Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, I mean, that's already the it, building it, blocks. It, it,
2: it's hard to do that when you have teams that are willing to go all in and mm. mortgage their future. Yeah. You know, like the Lakers, like a few mm. of these teams who just yes. say, we've got aging stars on our roster. We have this to is the year. Yep. So the Warriors, to me, they can't straddle both those things. So I think they'll be, they'll probably be a bottom four seed this year if mm. Clay Thompson is good. Yeah. And then I don't know how far they get in the playoffs. That would be my best guess.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, Warriors with, you know, Green, Thompson, Wiggins, and Curry financially are kind of stuck, especially with the Wiggins contract at the moment. So the fact they could get two good rookies on those deals, and obviously picking up Min, and we can talk about free agency with Ola Porter Jr., and I think they did really well there, and Iguodala. But, you know, you've kind of got to, Mm. you've got the growth coming through, and guys can contribute off the bench. And I think they've got some pretty good talent there. So I thought for them, I'm like, you've kept them, I get why. There's arguments Mm -hmm. against, as we said, but I think that's really good moves from them. Yeah. Um, any, other, um, any other winners? I had Houston as Houston one. did well. Oh, yeah. I mean. Their team is young them. as well. Besides John Wall. They had four first round picks. Yeah. yeah. So you're always going to say, like, unless they really stuff them up, yeah. they are always going to be one of the winners in terms of, like, rebuilding. Mm. Jalen Green, we spoke about. Like, you, you guys, I haven't watched him personally, but he is he's a walking bucket. As hell. He's not even just
2: athletic. Like, he's, uh, you know the way he adjusts in the air on his shots, like it, it feels like he's the kind of player that he'll eventually, you know, it's almost like Paul George-esque where, you know, he can kind of just shoot from anywhere. There's a lot of different ways he can, like a very versatile athlete. Cause Paul George before his injury was very athletic as well, yeah. quite rangy. Um, he's just like one of those three level uh, scoring wings. He'll place more
1: forward, do you reckon? I don't, or shooting gun. I think he'll be a swing man his whole career, okay. probably. Because, I mean, like assuming for the Houston again, we're not doing too much of a preview, but you've got John Wall, you've got Kevin Porter Jr., and now you've got this guy. I don't also think Kenyon Martin got the, some good minutes. The, it the NBA yeah, says pretty which, good. Which, whether he will.
2: Yeah, he... he he looks good too. I think the NBA is so positionless; he'll just play on the wing.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, what I liked it as well, and they were a bit aggressive at number sixteen. But they got that Turkish guy mm-hmm. Alper Sengun, yeah. who in who in in summer league I'm looking he's at stats, been He's been really strong. Yeah. I mean, he's he was an eight, up. he's an eighteen year old prospect, won MVP of the Turkish mm-hmm. league at Jeez. eighteen, um, and you know, really good yeah. rebounding, which kind of made their Daniel Theiss... Something weird. Um, But, you know, that's another really good young player. And then they got a power forward out of Real Madrid called Usman Garuba, who apparently is really strong defensively. So you could kind of see, and then Arizona State's Josh Christopher as well, who I don't know as much about, but it looks like. They got some value out of everything they did. Yeah,
2: they're rebuilding. Their, their team looks interesting. They kind of got their face of the franchise that they needed after James Harden left. Because in the end, they didn't get much back for James Harden. No. Right? Mm. Um, so it's nice to see them get the second pick to get uh, Jalen Green. It kind of, you know, makes that franchise a little more palatable. Mm. Um, same with Detroit, right? Like Detroit's been. Bad, bad for fifteen years.
1: Well, not fifteen, maybe ten
0: years. Their last good pick was Isaiah Thomas, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good that they got they got something because that team was kind of straddling mm. the all under Magic number eight yeah, seed. Yeah, they never like
2: that bad, but they never, mm. you know.
1: And so it was kind of good to see that they're trying to now go through that draft. I thought they picked really well last year. Like Sadiq yeah. Bay, Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, they picked um, the player they had
2: to pick this year. I mean, Cade Cunningham.
1: Yeah, he was the guy
2: he's probably he's still going to be the best player in that draft class mm. um, which is not exactly a hot take but you mm. know the guy can do a lot of different things on the floor he's I got ha- a lot of size as well he's 6 foot 8 point guard
1: yeah, it's so going to be, cool. be really interesting because I've already seen in Summer League and some commentary around it he, the fit between him and Killian Hayes because you're like Cade Cunningham needs the ball Killian Hayes also needs the ball, because Hayes is not a good enough shooter to like play him off the Hayes. ball, which is all you pay. their minutes. Correct, yeah. and so you're already starting to see how like mm-hmm. how they're going to fit. But Hayes was the number seven pick and their go-to pick last year, and he's the only one who hasn't worked out as much. So uh, I, that'd be interesting to see what happens. But again, they they're. Still I mean, really he could work. be a spark plug off the bench. I guess running right mm-hmm. the second unit. The other team that I thought on draft day that I was pleasantly surprised with, Charlotte Hornets. Now, you're not going to think too much about, like, what did they actually do? They got Mason Plumley in a trade for kind of a salary dump. Mm. They needed a centre. They
2: needed a decent defensive centre.
1: And, I mean, this is a guy that they had, you know, eight mil salary, decent from the Pistons, and they got a better pick, second round pick as a result. So I thought that was a good move. But they also got the trade with New York for the number 19 pick as well um, which they used on Kai Jones who was again apparently a lottery type talent mm. so I thought they did quite well and they gave New York like a, again a lottery protected pick down the line so they are able to improve their team on draft night with very little and they've got Leangelo Ball in their summer league and also James Booknight sorry who I thought was, yes, a, was a really, really, a good, really pick. good pick as and well and then they also
2: um, signed Kelly Ube but we'll get to that
1: Yes. Yeah, but yeah, great. I thought Charlotte on that night with limited resources got the yeah. center that they needed. Mm. Booknight who's going to be the like Monk replacement could be really good and then a number number 19 pick for nothing. Yeah, thank um, you know. losers. I'm happy to talk again. Yeah, but you're, I, I, you're running in this I'm show. running I'm running the draft. San Antonio Spurs. I think we spoke about it earlier. Like yeah. <laughs> Josh Primo, Isbie, bit ESPN, of a reach. ESPN rated him the 26th best prospect. Yeah, he went 12. The Spurs
2: have, Look, the Spurs are often a few steps ahead of every other franchise, but they haven't been in the last few years. Mm. Um, and from everything I've seen about Primo, yeah, I mean, they, the thing is they could have traded down and still got him. Mm. So it's like if, you, if, if you're drafting a player like that so high, like why didn't you try and trade down?
0: Mm.
1: It's an interesting player. I didn't really understand. Also, they went for another shooting guard. And I'm like, at the guard position yeah. for Spurs, mm. I mean, you've got so many, and they signed Bryn Forbes, for instance, in yeah. free agency. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, re-sign. what do. You can I never mean, have
2: enough shooting, but still, there's yeah. a logjam at that, that guard position, yeah. isn't there?
1: Exactly. I mean, he was a good three point shooter, shot 38% from three at Alabama, but he only averaged eight points per game. He was only 18 and was the youngest mm. person in the draft. But 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 they, like, they also
2: like their draft and stash type moves where yeah. a player just, you know, you forget about him, and then like three years later, he comes mm-hmm. out and he's Manu Ginobili. Like, the Spurs are known for that kind of strategy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought there was like Moses Moody, for instance, available. Booknight was available yeah. at the time. I thought it's they were surprising. better. It was surprising. a surprising pick, it surprising. and it didn't really make sense for what they needed, mm. which you'd assume they'd go more forwards or maybe not the centre, which, I mean, they've signed the Aussie instead, yeah. um, which is good. I, I thought New York was the other loser for me. I mean, New York went into that draft with the number 19, number 21 I I pick. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were doing, but they traded the 19th pick away for another future protect lottery protected pick which could be worse and then they moved back from 21 to 25
2: they obviously didn't like anyone who was in the draft yeah, at that point Yeah, that's but, what that
1: says I mean it's strange um, I mean obviously the free agency but so, moves, yeah
2: you know signing Canberra Paul spoilers know. spoilers sorry sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean I thought on draft night just assuming no free agency moves I was like yeah, that's strange it that was disappointing like, you had two decent picks and you didn't use them it was it was
2: be fuddling a yes. little
1: bit. Yeah. I think that's it for me. I'm curious to see how they go. I think, mm. obviously, it looks like a pretty deep draft this year, mm. which, yeah. you know, the previous year we didn't. And really Summer
0: League's been pretty interesting. Max Strauss hitting some game winners, the guy from the Brooklyn Nets. He also hit a couple of game go-ahead game winners. Apparently the Atlanta Hawks pick, number
1: Mm. 20, has been really good, the point guard.
0: Yeah.
1: So that could be that Trey Young kind of backup, but he's been
0: apparently one of the steals of the draft already. Like he's looking really strong. So my favourite part of the Summer League is Kenneth Fareed. Back in action with Emmanuel Moudier and Michael Beasley for Portland. Portland are going to win. We want to win a championship. This is the way we're going to win this boys at Summer League. That's pretty bad. Um, um, I reckon let's speak a little about the Olympics and then we'll go on to free agency because I think free job. agency is going to take a bit of time. So yeah. Olympics, for the first time ever, Australia won a gold. Yes. Incoming third. Of off gold. Incoming third. <laughs> it's the It's close. It's ready gold. When when USA lost to France, I was like, there's a chance here. And then yeah. USA decided, like, screw this. We're just going to beat everyone. And if we had played France or Slovenia, I think we could have gotten to the gold medal match. Yes. Yep. But, I think, uh,
2: to me, and we we're a little bit biased, obviously, Australia, to me, looks like the, the second best team in the world yes, right now. Yes. And that's it's without Ben that. Simmons. So, yeah, yep.
0: and without yeah. Aaron Baines. We're and pretty without I've been I mean, A uh, toilet problem. accident. I feel as though <laughs> us, yeah. us
1: versus France, <laughs> yeah. us versus France it would be a really close. good game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing that we would have struggled with was obviously the rebounding battle with Gobert, because we had Baines, but then he was gone. Um, yeah, if, if we had Baines,
0: still. Yeah. Different story. And guys. I don't
1: think Landau and Kay would have offset no. that against Gobert. it's I mean, not
2: quite big enough to bang on the boards with Gobert.
1: The pleasing thing about the Australian team, which I like as well, is you kind of can already see the next generation come mm. through. Like, I think Del looked done. Done and dusted. Yeah, but but Paddy Mills
0: and Joe Ingles could still be there for three there. years. But, but what I like is you kind of see the transition. Because yeah. already we, we, we spoke about... Um, um, start my teeth, th- ball, for goodness <laughs> sake. He was so good. He did
1: start in the last game over Delhi. Matisse was very which was, good. Yeah, he was great. But the fact that we have him, he's only 23-24. He's going to be yeah. there for the and next And Josh Giddy will probably play in three years as well. Josh like, Giddey's again. Josh Green from the Dallas yeah, Madrives. So when he came yes. on, looked pretty good. Dwap Reith. Hopefully Ben Simmons. Oh, I, don't like. I don't know.
0: Look, I was really happy to see Australia. I think we were entertaining to, to watch. Us beating Spain, I think, was also... Oh, we didn't beat Spain. We beat Argentina, but, yeah. but no, we beat we beat Spain as well. They no, were in our group it's, stages. We beat America at some point. No, we. We beat Germany. We beat Italy. We beat Nigeria. Oh damn! You, Argentina? Do we do Spain. we beat Spain in the exhibition matches? No, we never played them. No. Sorry. Harry, Strike no. it from the record. Goddamn! <laughs> Listeners, please disregard. Yeah. Um, look, I thought we looked really good. I don't think we really were challenged particularly much, except for USA. I mean, even then, like.
1: I remember when we were all talking at the time, Australia are up by 15 oh, <laughs> during the second quarter against the US team. And, I, I and stand by what I said. Yeah, I mean, you. Damon had the call of the game saying, just watch.
2: <laughs> I said it would be tied at halftime. I think they were up two. They were up so, by yeah.
0: two or three at halftime. Look, USA should have won. They didn't look great, but also like... but. In, in that no. game against Australia, it literally was the KD show offensively in the first mm-hmm. half when they weren't looking and, great and drew shutting Andrew down shutting Paddy down Patty. Mills. But Paddy Mills also was the top five player in the in yes. the Olympics. Yes. Four two games in, in the the, gold, bronze medal match it was amazing.
1: Was yeah, I mean, we were kind of lucky as well that Doncic looked a bit cooked with that wrist injury. Yeah.
2: But this is the problem with Doncic and all of his teams. He's, he's too Doncic focused. It's too Doncic-focused. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, it reminds me of how LeBron teams used to be. Um, so I think the, the Aussies did a good job of double-teaming him when necessary, trying to take the ball out of his hands where they could. just generally to anyone else to beat yeah. them. Exactly. You just let the rest of um, Slovenia. Who are not bad, but they don't really have any other like ace players on their team. Um, so I think it was
1: a much easier matchup than if they had to play France. But oh, absolutely. yeah, well,
2: well done to to the Boomers. Yeah, no, it was yeah, really good happy to see. for Patty. I,
1: As I said, I think they've got potential, and I, I know Patty and Joe are getting older. They have potential in three years' time. to be in Paris. Patty will be thirty-five. Joe will be thirty-six. But they'll probably be the last one. They'll still be playing. They'll still be playing, and you've still got.
0: said Giddy coming through. All that matters is that we're not in the same leg as USA. Group stage, fine. The only way we make it to the finals game is if we don't have to play USA. Because I don't think we can ever really be a proper USA team. I don't think so. You know,
1: on paper, the USA, like they did in the World Cup, have to bring a worse team.
0: Yeah. To
2: be... Until Kevin Durant retires, you need someone (laughs) who can match up with him. The only person we have potentially is Ben Simmons. Because Matisse Seigel, as good as he is, he's not tall enough. Mm. The, the thing with KD is he just shoots over other players.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so unless you have you know someone who's almost his height. But KD
1: not. won't go to the next Olympics. Um, I mean, this is his legacy.
2: He's now the all-time leading scorer for the USA will. Olympics it's, team. It's three a few is, other categories. Isn't he
0: thirty-three? He's old. Yeah, but I, play I think he'll probably, will. KD I KD probably be ca- well.
2: KD loves to hoop. I think he'll be playing at forty. If
0: yeah, they'll
2: probably. if they'll have him in the Olympics team at forty, he'd KD's
0: be thirty-two. Yeah, the so next Olympics be, will be thirty-five. So he can play two more Olympics till thirty-eight. How good was Kevin Love in the Olympics? God damn. Kevin Love. Yeah, You know, it
2: was it's just so interesting. We were talking about this before, um, to see the US team full of stars, right? You have players like Dame Lillard, like just electric scorers, Zach Levine. You had so many good scorers on that team, and yet it still devolved into give Kevin Durant the ball and clear out. You know?
1: Best player in the world. But then you saw in that second half where Tatum started hitting shots and started hitting shots and you go, Well, you can't beat this team. No, but I
2: I think Kevin Durant could have beaten any country by himself. Yeah. Which is crazy. If
0: you put K D on (laughs) the boomers, it's a different Yeah, we win.
2: That's an interesting question. Does KD on the Boomers
0: beat the rest of the US team? I think so. I think almost. I think yes. could be yes. Um, What is interesting, (laughs) and a comment that was made quite a bit through the Olympics, is that the other countries have started to catch up to USA. USA, yeah, they won by an average of 20 or 30 points, whatever it was. But realistically, the other countries have in the men's. In the women's, I don't know if you guys watch any of the female basketball, but my goodness, USA was so much better than Every other like it wasn't Australia Australia's the second best, meant to be the second best. Oh we were awful.
1: We were awful this Olympics and I think the Liz Cambridge thing really ruined us in that regard. But yeah, you were saying women's by far the best. Mm. in the men's I do think the other teams are getting better mm. because you're starting to see more internationals now play in the NBA which you never saw previously yeah, yeah. Um, like Doncic is a top 5 player and he's playing for Slovenia who probably Jokic was MVP team. yeah Serbia wasn't even in the in yeah. the, in the, in the yeah. tournament so you are starting to see I mean Spain have been st- so strong when I mean, you had the Gasol brothers mm. um, and you got Rubio and you have all them so and even Australia's team has gotten stronger because you've now got yeah, regular but, NBA players but
2: outside of um, Doncic and Jokic, like Spain, that team's very old. The Consoles oh. are very old. I yeah, know. but
1: Rubio was insane.
2: Yeah, Rubio. But Rubio always plays well for Spain. Yeah, and uh, Fernandez as well. Because FIBA will yeah. suit him more. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, look, not to say that Spain... You know, Spain were... I mean, they're world, the world champions in the, the last mm. World Cup. So, I, I think their, their golden era is coming to an end, but they've still got some yeah. strong players. Yeah. I mean, Abaka's
0: Spanish. We, so. still, we still should have beaten them in the World Cup, but yeah let's not let's not reopen old wounds that's right um i think we should move to the free agency but i think that maybe we'll we'll leave that for part two of this bumper episode um and listeners can tune in next week for all the free agency because there's a lot to go through we need to go through the winners the losers we need to go pretty much through every single trade that happened like Mm, we got a lot of we got to go deep um Mm, so make sure to tune into calling bank next week for the second half of this bumper episode all about the nba free agency